Red 5. I'm going in. <laughs> Hello, Star Wars fans, and welcome to another episode of Trench Run Report. Um, and boy, was this an amazing episode. Uh, I'm your host, Justin Gray, and uh, here with me is... Aaron Russo, standing by. David Brooklander, standing by. Sean McKinley, standing by. And we're going to be taking a look at the... Uh, we believe it's the uh, penultimate uh, episode of... Uh, the Disney Plus series, Obi-Wan Kenobi. There's your, penalty, your uh, $10 word for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I have another $10 word I'll use later. <laughs> All righty. Um, so uh, we're going to just dive into our uh, likes and dislikes and our uh, overall thoughts on the episode. Um, uh, let's start out. Let's uh, start with Sean. Uh, what, what were your likes, uh, dislikes, and just overall thoughts on the uh, episode? Yeah, I thought this was a... A huge improvement on the last episode um, and probably I think edges out even episode one for me it's like the best one like this is what I envisioned when I when they were talking about the show and we have Aiden Christensen back we have um, Ewan McGregor back I'm like oh we're gonna see like it's gonna jump time it's gonna have flashbacks this and that and then you know they confirmed that there was gonna be these flashbacks there's going to be like footage of like a Cold War era or prequel era like flashback finally got it too late in my opinion not too late but I'm glad we got it now I wish we would have gotten it maybe episode 3 or 4 but um, this is like kind of what I envisioned for the show is this kind of thing so I was glad to see it Um, Empire Strikes Back is my favorite Star Wars movie and this was like basically structured around that um, or echoed it echoed that which was really cool with obviously there's like a siege right and then this that's like the, the meta piece and then like the personal side is like this personal struggle and this then like there's like a relational uh bomb dropped right like a big secret is revealed right and there's a heroic sacrifice right so tala is like han's sacrifice right and then there's like you know a crazy force maneuver like lifting that swing versus pulling this ship down so there's like all these cool echoes that they pulled in um you know this one was co-written by andrew stanton who i think wrote wally or directed Wally. He's like with Pixar. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And I think that shows. I think like the writing was stepped up a notch with this one with the co-writer. Um, and I don't know if the, like the next one has him too. I think it does. I think I heard he did the last two. He co-wrote the last two with the other guy. Um, so I, I think that was evident. But just yeah, it just opens with with twenty years ago, Anakin. Uh, and that sweet flashback that they kept coming back to, and just the, the structure of of their duel, like their practice sparring, was the structure of the episode, like the conflict there. And they kind of it seemed like both of them figured out Vader later than Obi Wan. Like Obi Wan figured out like, oh, I can, I can, I can still be the master to his Padawan here in this situation. Like she, he can play him. And then just like in the, the sparring match, Anakin didn't realize till too late. So it's cool to see like that 
there, that's like that's as much as Anakin as we'll, uh, of Anakin as we'll see in the in the suit, right? So it's like I think Anakin's basically dead, and there's only Darth Vader, but like Obi Wan can still beat Darth Vader, like that small part of Anakin he can still beat that way, and it, it fits with his character of like in A New Hope when he's like there are all, there are alternatives to fighting, right? When he's like Han's just like wanting to blast through to get to the detention center, and they're kind of showing us how Obi-Wan ends up to be, like, the wizard he is and in episode four. He's, like, able to sneak around the Death Star and, like, knows his way around things, and um, they're just, like, leaving those... Not, they're not really cookie crumbs. They're, like, pre, pre-cookie pre crumbs. <laughs> they're, like, you know, like signaling all this stuff, like, foreshadowing, I guess. And it's just smart and good. And uh, I think, you know, comparing, like, Wade's death to Tala's death in this one, like, that's how you... This is how you do that, right? You you have several episodes, or, you know, in this case, two and a half episodes of build-up. Yeah, see where she's coming from, see what she's capable of, she's been useful, and her sacrifice, it just lands more when when you've done that, like, homework and that legwork, the groundwork for it, um, which they're not always doing with certain characters in this show. They're not laying a bunch of groundwork. Um, and I liked how we finally see kind of Reva's like motivation ultimately so kind of the theories out there I think everyone pretty much had a hunch that she was one of the Padawans at the beginning so that was confirmed and then but then it's like well why is she after Kenobi you know my theory was that she was upset that he reversed the signal so she felt like Obi-Wan represents the Jedi abandoning her which may be true to an extent but really it's that Anakin like slaughtered her family to her because when you're a youngling that's your family is your little pot mm-hmm. or whatever so like she is both like out for revenge against him so she's like playing the game to get closer to Vader through the ambition which explains a lot of her kind of bluster and kind of her like the way she is throughout the show kind of explains that um, you know yeah. And we're all we're all Pedo and Anakin in a little bit in this show, like we the audience, because we're like we're impatient and impulsive and like full of emotions and like we're not patient, you know. And like watch and see how it's gonna turn out, you know. Um, but it's hard with it's like a weekly release. You're like ah, you're sitting there stewing for a week or whatever. But uh, yeah, so it's after last week, it's like a palate cleanser and then some, right? It's just like mm-hmm. ah, okay, yeah. Um, but I mean. It, proves you know even more that like last week was kind of filler in a way like they could have they could have found a way they already went to Jabim once and then they went off to the castle and then came back so like they could have except for the tracker like they could have found some other way for the empire to find them on that on Jabim right um so you didn't need that like second rescue effort um I guess I kind of thought we'd see Qui-Gon Jinn or hear from him in this one but maybe next time or maybe not at all but um you know, he, he was kind of almost reflecting on that that duel was, like, him figuring out how he could beat Vader, at least in that moment. Maybe, like, Qui-Gon will give him even more hints or something for, like, an actual physical duel later. Um, and then, yeah, apparently we're... Someone's heading to Tatooine in some capacity. It looks like we're heading back there. That that, that ends with the little shot of Luke in bed sleeping peacefully for now. Um <laughs> but they're ha- heavily hinting that he's he's now in imminent danger. Like Leia's relatively safe for the moment, but he's now like he's now in danger, which he wasn't before. But now that yeah, the, the word is out and Reva's connecting the dots. 
I don't, you know, I guess I quote, don't quite understand why Vader let her bleed out, as it were, or just didn't, like, see to the job done. Like, mm. it seems to be, like, a trend in the show between the Grand Inquisitor right. being left. Like, I don't know, like, she didn't confirm the kill with him, and then Vader didn't confirm, like, he didn't go in and finish the job with an Obi-Wan Kenobi in the fire. And then this one, it's like... It was a little... That's a little contrived. Where like, oh, she conveniently doesn't die from that. And conveniently, within arm's reach, is this convenient MacGuffin who will lead her to the next... Like, she's not working for it. It's, like, being handed to her. It's like, here, here's the next thing on your quest. It's like a video game, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. she's the player. And, and it's like, the little thing's flashing. And it's like, this is where you need to go next. And then that leads you on your next adventure. And it's, like, a little convenient. But they do have to move the plot along somehow. But it's like, mm-hmm. when it's kind of unearned like that it just is like yeah and then I guess my only kind of criticism is I don't know the volume has its ups and downs and I think some of the shots in this looked a little goofy you can tell from the volume like I think Coruscant looked a little bit too much like a still like there wasn't like the space traffic like it looked it didn't look like from 20 years ago Coruscant um, like the tech then versus tech now and I know like Apparently there's like a whole, the industry is in complete turmoil right now with CGI, like the, the backlog from COVID and like the demand for all these effects is far outstripping like the supply and like the supply chain of like how you do this stuff. So like I think some of the cheapness we're seeing in not just this, but in like a lot of stuff these days oh, yeah. is like it's rushed out, not, you know, like it's not polished. It's not like a labor of love like we were talking about before. It's like these poor kids like in dungeons basically pounding out this code or whatever and like just getting like a minimum viable product out the door and then just getting it off to the platform like that's the model and that's like the, the priority and it like it's just a little sad that like unlike the prequels which were a labor of love for George Lucas and the team and they had time and space and like they they, they was like their baby it doesn't seem like that is the case with a lot of this stuff like they put you know with, like they put all their Obviously, like, I think, like, Grogu is, like, a, a labor of love, right? The puppet and all that. Yeah. But I think, like, some of this, yeah, CGI stuff that's, like, farmed out to, like, third parties or whatever. I don't know if it's, like, they're just, like, oh, that's good enough. We'll slap that in there. And it's, like, whoever's working on it isn't, like, I can't believe I get to do this all day. Right? They're just, like, under a deadline. Right? So I think that shows, like, the shot with, like, the stormtroopers kind of waiting to get in or whatever. Some of those pans were kind of goofy looking because you could tell it was like on a volume and it was just like, I don't know, just looked a little, it looked like TV, which I guess this, it is TV, but there's just kind of a swing between cinematic and TV feel sometimes with this one. Um, and they haven't quite perfected, the closest perfection would be like that that Mando episode in, in Book of Boba Fett that felt really cinematic to me. The first one? The one where, yeah, he goes, like, to the ring station and then he gets the N1 Starfighter. Like, that episode felt extremely cinematic compared to the rest of the show. And then parts of the show feel cinematic, too. But, yeah, I'm happy again. (laughs) 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 All right, so, uh, Aaron. Um, Yeah, I don't know. This was was, um, probably the best episode in the series for me, for sure. Um, I guess I'll, I'll start with the little the little things that, like, yeah, there was the moments where you saw Anakin and you're like, okay, he looks older than Obi-Wan this time. <laughs> it was a little, little bit distracting, but it wasn't so bad that I was like, 
taken out of it. And I think that the way they use the flashbacks made up for the yeah. fact that, you know, but there was a part of me that was just like, you couldn't take out that, like, little, like, there's that little thing around his mouth that was, like, the only thing that was really not de-aged very well. Otherwise... And, like, his eyes had some... Otherwise, lines. it looks great. And, like, and like they were in top form. Like, that was mm. some really good... Really good. Yeah, really good dueling that was really well choreographed, and they they both still have it, like, 20 years later. What did still... you think about the, the Order 66 flashback? Like, I didn't... I was like, where's the Sith eyes and where's the scar? Like, he didn't quite look like Episode Three, Anakin, in that scene. Well... So he doesn't get his Sith yeah, eyes until his... Mustafar. Yeah. Oh, I thought he had him coming, walking in. Mm -hmm. No. No? Nope. Oh. And I think... I could be wrong, but the flashback, like, part of his hood okay. kind of drapes in front of his eye. Shadow. The flashbacks were so... It was quick. ...fast that yeah. I couldn't really... Probably Which I think they were doing on purpose. Yeah. Like, it was like a strobe effect almost. Right. Like. Yep. And Just I, like a memory would be, like, it's these flashes of memories yeah. in her eyes. And I thought that that was, it actually did a lot to, I think, create the effect of like being what would have been like, yeah, yeah, to be in that situation, like, where it's just, like, you're bombarded, like, your senses and your emotions are being just slammed. Um, but, yeah, that, that, that was definitely, you know, and it, I mean, like, I mean, I, it, it definitely was obvious, like, oh, this is... An older Aiden Christensen, so, and I think there were there were those little moments where um, things are a little uh, too convenient. The two big things were number one. I think the dropped communicator was just a little bit off. Although it's like, Hodge, you had one job to do. Yeah, <laughs> well, two. But at the same time, like, if anybody's going to drop it, it's him. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and he was like, yeah, he was like, it looked like he was looting the place, honestly. Yeah. Like, he, he was, like, stealing crap and he's, like, dropped it. If there's a character that's going to do that, that this we can deal with and forgive, it's yeah. him. Um, I also thought that uh, one, for some reason, one thing that stuck out to me was when Reva um, used her saber to open the door. And I was like, and I guess you could make the argument that the whenever they were shooting at the door weakened it and then she could use her <laughs> lightsaber but um, the reason that distracted me because it happened in such a key emotional and like character moment that that I had to like force that out of my head to like keep mm -hmm. in the dialogue mm -hmm. um, but other than that I thought that this was I think the three things that stuck out to me the most were the way they use the flashbacks which I think, like I said before we were recording, like, like I feel like that's what the... I remember hearing people say things like, the flashbacks for Boba Fett were cool, but I didn't feel like they were connected yeah. to the present day, even mm -hmm. though I think that they were. Yeah. Um, but this was so much tighter. It was like, it was like literally like a dialogue within the show yeah. of the flashback leading to direct action, like right there in the moment which I thought was done like the quality of the flashback visually the way it was woven into the episode um, it was just so cool it was so cool like to just to get that visual peppered into the the episode number one like to get because like, we saw it at the beginning but then we got to see it again like yeah it's like Ooh, here's a little more. Here's yeah, I was more. worried, like, the like, very yeah. beginning, I'm like, oh, no, come back, come back. Yeah, but they did. They kept coming back. Kept like, bringing okay, it back. Okay. But it always, yeah. like, it wasn't it gratuitous. Applied. It was yeah. like, 
okay, now here's you know the dialogue and the and the actions are like informing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of shedding light on Vader's behavior, even though Vader's still appears to be somewhat clueless. Yep. But then it shows Obi Wan thinking like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. and I, and I think that that was the part of the story that worked really well was Obi Wan's behavior and progression in this yep. episode was, mm-hmm. I was it was the smartest and most strategic, you know, and like consistent like. Yeah. He was really like thinking through his actions, and like he knew what he was doing. We got to kind of see um, like General Kenobi finally. Like that, it was a lot of Clone Wars throwbacks with like him like marshaling the people. Like, okay, here's yeah. what I got to do. Like, I'm the general of, of you all, and like this could be an Andron band or like whatever it is. I couldn't help but think of the negotiator. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, like that was like his like yeah. like he was like being more strategic and more mm-hmm. like you know. Star for time. Yeah, yep. like the, and I thought all that worked really well, um, and I think that um, for me, like I feel like probably Leia was the only character in this episode that kind of got shelved in terms of character development. Literally put um, up on shelves. Yeah, just hide. But but I I thought that like the the payoffs for Obi Wan for Tal 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 Tal. And for Vader and for Reva, were all earned, and yeah. they hit home for me. Like, yeah. like I immediately choked up when Tala killed herself. Like that hit me. Like, and I, like, like that's what I'm looking for when I watch movies. It's like, yeah. I don't want to manufacture the emotions. So if, if if I'm just watching, and it doesn't hit, then it doesn't hit. But to, for me, that hit. Like, it hit like the blaster shot to the gut. It <laughs> did. I was like. She didn't oh. seem that bad. I don't know. I'm not an expert, but it's like a little bit. Of, I'm like, you, you, you. I thought that I thought the droid would drag her like to the door just in time. What I, was going to happen? But I thought that that was. I think that it reminded me of like when they didn't kill Finn in Last Jedi, mm-hmm. but this time they're like they got the yeah death, you're right right yeah. and, they, and it and it had that punch mm-hmm. and I love that it fit with like the that was kind of pretty much her role in the story yeah is to shake Obi-Wan out of his apathy. And that'll do it. Mm-hmm. Like, she straight up took the fact gave that up her life. Obi-Wan Kenobi, he, he couldn't get to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and also I love that they, you know, that scene prior, earlier in the episode where she kind of tells her story. Yep. And it's like, dang. Like, whoa. Like, that's some serious baggage. <clears throat> and she had, you know, and she got the redemption story. And I think that that's all of that. Like, I think that the, the payoffs for a lot, most of the main characters was was for me because it's proof that they they were doing something right for the first four episodes, so that I feel something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that was all very effective. I think. Kind of saw it coming that Reva was a turncoat of the Inquisitors. Yeah, that she had something. She had her own agenda of some kind. Some yeah, reason. that was seemed obvious that she was just like, it was more than just I want to be the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah. And and I think that's what I think that's why I really like her character is that there was just you're just like, well maybe that's who you are, but I feel like there's something else, but I don't know what it is. But then we find out, you know, she's like. And I, and I like that they actually did both. Like, they nailed both of her grievances. Number one, obviously, she's getting revenge on Anakin for what he did. 
but it, she also expressed like her frustration, like she had mentioned previously about the Jedi, like, yeah, like why didn't you stop him? Like what? Like what happened? Like you're the freaking Jedi. Yeah, you yeah. can stop one dude from like you know. Well, plus, I mean, but she might like blame him as like you, like you, you let us all down in failing him as as his master. Right. Like, and you you can see that like, if you watch the prequels, you see, especially in episode two, you see like all that tension and like the, you know, every time Obi Wan is just going oh, or like in the Clone Wars, he's always like oh, right. like those are all moments when like. Those are steps that Anakin was taking down this path while Palpatine was like seducing him over here. Like, Obi Wan's like blind to it because they just wasn't they weren't like fundamentally a good master apprentice fit. Like Qui Gon would have been a much better master for Anakin. Yeah, but and he, that's out of duty, which is Obi Wan's big thing. Right. Out of duty, he he took him on, but like he Anakin was not well served by that relationship by the Jedi at all. They're like stop thinking about your mother, like suppress all that. And it's like but it was never but it was never it. like but I never felt like it was like. I, mean, I think I think I think it was a blind spot. Like, Obi Wan Obi Wan functioned in the context of the state of things. Yeah, um, and he had good intentions. Yeah, but that Master and Apprentice book I think really drives home like the idea that, which also coincides with what Dave Filoni talked about a while back about the duel of the fates and like mm-hmm. how oh, we yes. Qui Gon yeah. who was the like the kind of rogue mystic in touch with the living force mm-hmm. master contrasting Obi-Wan's kind of like youthful uh, rule following black and white yeah. yeah and I think that um, you know this, this what works about this episode right and I think like you already said Sean like this creates that like where he becomes more like Qui-Gon where he's yeah. more like thinking outside the box, right? He's not... And obviously, there's no Jedi Council anymore, so, like, he has to improvise. I mean, he ends up at the um, point where he's like, you'll find a great many things depend on one's point of view. That is not prequel Obi-Wan. Right. That a, you know, that's yeah. a different, right. mature person's viewpoint, which obviously is, like, that's a retcon language, but, like, <laughs> you know, that shows progression in his character, even as a Force ghost. That well, and I, and I think, I think so this episode, anymore. this episode, like, Obi-Wan turns the corner. Yeah. And it, and it worked and and it's cool how it coincided perfectly with like Riva's kind of twist and like mm-hmm. her whatever um, and I, I, I like the I really liked how I mean it's kind of question like Obi-Wan's like Obi-Wan used her <laughs> yeah he was cold he pretty much used her like I think he was pretty I'm pretty sure he knew that she couldn't take out Vader yeah um, but she he he, I love how he. It reminded me of that phrase when Qui Gon's like greed can be a powerful ally. Yeah, know? like he has nothing to lose by encouraging her to go after Vader because like if she wins, great. Vader's out. And if she loses, then she's out. And right. either way, he's like got his his opponents are cut in half one way or the other. You and know? and he and it buys him that yeah buys time that, that time and that space. I and thought I, he would gonna. I thought he was gonna pop out at some point like. Like Obi Wan, yeah. Instead of Reva coming up behind, I thought Obi Wan like stayed oh. behind and was gonna face him. I actually thought like when Vader tore the ship apart, like Obi Wan would be in there. Boom! Yeah, Obi Wan would be there, and then it would be Obi Wan fighting yeah. Vader. Then Reva comes in, and it's a two on one. Vader kills Reva. See, I, think, yeah. I, I didn't expect that because I just that couldn't. That would be then how, how do you get do you, out? How do you top that in the finale? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
But I will say that the number, the, the thing I think that really, I think has hit for me for most of this, this series and this episode in particular, and the final thing I'll say about what I liked was just like, I think to me, like Star Wars is actually just a very, very simple thing. And what this episode did so well is give us those simple things. Yeah. It gave us... This was the best Vader episode. It was, you know, we got Vader, we got lightsabers, we got, you know, we got, we got the things that, yeah. like, are the, like, absolutely basic building blocks of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like, and, I mean, to me, it was a perfect example of how those things can make you less focused on some of the other stuff. Cause, That's a good point. Like, for me, like, I mean, like, from my perspective, like, it's like when, when people always ask, well, what's your favorite movie? Well, my favorite movie is Star Wars. But that's not the best movie I've ever seen. Right. <laughs> like, like, it's like, Star Wars just exists in its own space where it's like, and especially for me, because I first hit it as a seven-year-old, like when the originals came out. So, like, there's a part of me that's probably like immune to some of the other <laughs> stuff because, like, I just see a stormtrooper and I'm seven years old again. Yeah. And I don't even care. Like, if they can't hit a side <laughs> of a barn and I, you know, I'm like, well, and it's but, a space opera. Like that is the genre. So yeah. it is like it's a little like certain parts are turned up to eleven and other parts are muted, right? So like you mute the like tactical know-how, right? This isn't Zero Dark Thirty where you're seeing, like, SEAL Team 6 in operation. These guys are just, like, they're just in the way enough to, like, create some tension and excitement, but they're not actually a threat unless they need it to be to the heroes. But, like, they're just pushing the the heroes... To the point where it becomes almost a joke. And it's a trope, almost, yeah. And you still enjoy it. (laughs) Right. So, like, last week was, like, it had all that stuff, and, you know, it had all the stupid Star Wars-isms, but it didn't have that counteracting, like you said, like, that deeper kind of current... It was lacking that. That's why all that stuff just, like, jumped out more at me than if it had been, like, in this one, where there's just as many dumb things happening at, like, the tactical level or whatever. Right. But, like, the story, the, the, the heart and the emotion of it is right. far outweighing it and undoes all that. Like, it, it undoes all those yes. little sins. So the, the way it yeah. just was visually Star Wars yeah, and the way it was just enough character payoff and development that makes you forget some of the other... Which is like in every Star, like yeah, almost all Star Wars content. Like you just watch in the background, and like refugees like are just like they're just like wandering around. Like what are they? Like they're supposed to be getting ready, and they're just like there's people like hugging and shaking hands. Like what are you guys doing? Just people just sitting around. Like <laughs> thought we're like going. Like what are we doing? You know, so like that's just like them directing extras. So just hey, sit around, look like you're interacting. There's a really good video, a YouTube video about I think it's called the Art of Camp. Yeah, it's exactly. The one. Yes. Have you seen that one? Yeah. It's all about Palpatine. Yep, Palpatine. And how Palpatine is just like this, like ridiculously e- exaggerated yep. character that, like, like on its own, just is really yeah. awful. Yeah. <laughs> but in but the it works. Movie, it's like amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like, it works. And I think that's that's part of the like part of the vibe. Like even when we were at celebration, like oh like, oh yeah, Definitely. like the vibe of Star Wars. It's like 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 that shirt I have says I don't like sand. Yeah. Right. It's like 
like that moment in the movie is so cringy. But it wasn't so supposed to be. That's bad. the bad part about it, though. Well, right. And, so, and it <laughs> becomes like, part of the love of it. It's like mm-hmm. I'm yeah, in love yeah. with the things that aren't even yeah. good about awards <laughs> and all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And it's and it's fun to yeah. be able to like you know like kind of almost put a spin on it, like yeah. you know, ha, ha ha, you know. And I think that's the ultimate thing is that you can bring back Hayden, and everybody loves him. Yeah. When 20 years ago, people were like, not so much feeling mm-hmm. that. Anyway, Vader, 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 amazing. Like, that was like, like, you know, and I think that that's the thing that maybe the show did, has done, at least in my opinion, the best, yep. is that Vader has been consistently an asshole. Like, it's just a total, <laughs> like, there's just, every time you see him, he's just outdoing himself in terms of, like, his just... He doesn't care about. He's he's he uses everyone. Doesn't care about anyone else. He's got one thing he wants to do. He doesn't care who dies. He doesn't care like, and he and he expresses that. And I love that this like this episode was like the like you got Vader unhinged like you know rip the ship apart and he got Vader just going like kind like, of like, yeah, like completely in control yeah. as this woman is raging against him and he's just mm-hmm. barely even moving. Yep. And like, and he does, and I. This is the second time that he they em- emphasized that he just was using one arm, mm-hmm. and just he doesn't even have to go full tilt at all, ever, <laughs> in the show, and he kicks everyone's ass. Like, so he's fully badass and fully evil throughout the entire show, which I think is, and they do that so well. Like, just the like visually, like you know, Darth Vader was always just this visually compelling moment presence you know he didn't have to say a lot he didn't have to be yeah. on the screen a lot and he just would deliver and I think that they they've so captured that yep. original Absolutely. trilogy vibe like he's not on the screen as much as anybody else but when he's there like he always steals the show he, he's consistent and I think it's so I hope they stay I hope they don't undo any of that in the last episode because I think it's very consistent with then it really sets up how Obi-Wan is in the original trilogy. He's not ever talking about there's good in him. He's not ever talking about... He's like, no, this guy's... This isn't even Anakin. He's dead. He's more twisted than evil. Um, the man that was your father is dead. Like, like no. Only thing I've be, ever seen of Vader is... It would be cool to see, like, the Ahsoka moment where, like, if they're fighting and then he gets, like, a ch- chunk of his helmet and, like, Obi-Wan can see Anakin with his own eyes one more time. Like, but maybe in that moment realize, like, oh, he's gone. But, like, I saw with my own eyes his real face, and he's gone. There's I nothing think, rage there. I think we are going, I personally think, and want, and hope, and I will predict on record, I think we're going to get a moment with Vader, helmet off, with Obi-Wan. I think somehow, yeah. I think that's mm. po- quite possibly going to happen. It may not, but... But that, be, that would be because yeah, I would love to like have a nail in the coffin of like, okay, we definitively understand why Kenobi and Yoda, they're like he's got to die. Yeah. Luke is the only one who's like, no, 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 like we can turn him around. And they're like, no, he's got to die. He's yeah. got to die. And I'm yeah. like Obi Wan's so obsessed with that that he forgets about like, oh yeah, there's also Leia, right? He like forgot about Leia in Empire Strikes Back. Right. No, there is another. Um, he forgets about her. But yeah, they're like, you have one job, which is to kill him. And you can't go help your friends. You, you got to sacrifice your friends to train to be ready to face him. Like that's yeah. how important it was to kill him. So somehow they get somehow he gets to that point. 
I don't. I can't I would quite tell if he's there yet. I think it would be that much more powerful if, like, he sees Anakin, like, in the words of Anakin, with my own eye. Like, if there's that moment yeah. where it's like it's not behind the mask and, and it's not it. a flashback, yeah. it's Anakin, fully as Vader, with the helmet off, and they 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 have some kind of exchange, like that. Now, it, it may not happen, but. I think there's a probability that it would, and I think it would be a really powerful. I, I think I think this last episode, I think I think that as as much as this dialed everything up, I think that they're probably building up to something mm-hmm. massive, truly epic. Yes. Although we're, we're sitting the here record like, of Star Wars shows is that sometimes the second to last episode is the best. This is the better of the two. Like, sometimes the last episode's a bit of a letdown compared to the one before that in some of these shows. I think, I think this show's different in the sense that um, this is tr- the first show that's truly just one long, continuous story. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. And it's not, and it's so short, and it's so surrounded by the whole giant Star Wars story. I mean, I guess they could flub it like a bad batch finale like where it's like yeah that's a good example the <laughs> the, the fall of Camino was better than the last one right, right. Where, like yeah where Crosshair turns yeah where mm-hmm. it helps them out or whatever they come to an understanding and then yeah like episode 6 of Boba Fett was like the Luke Grogu Mando thing and then like the last episode was like the Rancor battle and the you know the dirt bike kids or whatever helping out and, and then Grogu and I think season one of Mando I feel like that second to last no that very last episode of season one of Mando it's like yeah that better one like really IG-11 good. yeah that one was great yeah that's true but that was a two part like that, the last two episodes of that show were like a two for I feel like right because the three before that were like those side missions and then yeah like mm-hmm. it was like a book yeah, then, show yeah then it, then it was like kind of like bringing the characters together kind of thing yeah, and, uh, yeah even Deborah Chow did the uh, second to last one yeah that's one right with that too so the, the, the one thing I, I was curious that I, I didn't because I so I guess that there was a message that came to that communicator after Obi Wan had handed it off is that right? No, I, before he, he got a message, went and watched it, and that's when Tala gave her story. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he gave it to Haja, and then Haja dropped it, and then like the damaged like it replayed for Riva the same message, but it was damaged. But she, what the words that came through that message were enough for her to connect the dots because, you know, he said, like, Uncle Owen, or he said Owen, Tatooine, right, but I'm saying, boy. like, how come, we, how come Obi-Wan didn't see that part of the... How come we didn't see Obi-Wan see that part of the... I message? think he did, but it, yeah, I think it was just cut off. Like, he was... Reva was watching, like, a interrupted version of the same one that, that Kenobi saw. Oh. But okay, she... I missed that. She was, was able like, to fill in the gaps from... Because she had already encountered Owen. They'd been to Tatooine. He, she already suspected Owen of something. Although he, she didn't, like, mind read him. Right. Mm-hmm. But, like, she has all the pieces she needs to, like, at least investigate. Like, to but, know. But now it's, like, this is, this is maybe... If she's like, not dead right, or It's, like, well, and now you... I thought, I thought you kind of aren't the bad guy anymore. Yeah. So now I feel like she's going to come no. back in some kind of redemptive but if she, Yeah, because if... Yeah, like, if she hadn't been so thoroughly humiliated... If her motivation was to, like, I want to be the best... I want to be the Inquisitor. Like, please don't kick me out of the Inquisitorium... Then I can understand, like, oh, this will, if I serve up, like, if I go find a really good Jedi, like, whoever 
whoever Kenobi was protecting, if I can deliver that to Vader, then I'll be in his good graces. But that doesn't make sense. Anymore. I don't think that would make sense. She doesn't want that. No, I think no. so. Now that she just want to hurt Kenobi by like hurting whoever he was protecting, she doesn't. Know I think. Who it is. I think it's gonna be a no, redemption I, arc. Or is she like? I'm gonna. And she's gonna try to draw Kenobi out, and then she'll assume that Vader's gonna follow. Oh, so, so she wants another shot at Vader. Yeah, I think. I think by it's her. going after the person Kenobi's helping. Yeah, which will draw him out again, just mm-hmm. like she did with Leia. She drew Leia out, not knowing. I guess not knowing that Kenobi would help, other than in general. You're right. The, Jedi are drawn out by compassion. It was, it was definitely something where the ending was like, I, I was like, I thought it was cool, but I was kind of confused. It's like, I know what her plan is, but yeah, I don't know why yet. Like, why Why is she, What? What? Yeah. why would she drag herself through the dirt for this? What's in it for her? And what, what was like, what was yeah. the, what's the point of know what her being doing. the one? It can't be Vader. Like, Vader can't be, go hunting down what turns out to be Luke Skywalker this early. Like, it can't be him. Well, we're clearly going to get something of young Luke yeah some substance other than and just apparently like Owen and Beru have a, a part to play in this more than they already have so like, yeah. I feel like this last episode will have some heroics of some kind by them I feel like this way. last episode's gotta be long to finish yeah. the whole story yep hopefully it's two hours yeah like it'd oh, be cool to see that, more. that would be that would be sweet if it's two hours I will shit myself <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to make a new plan that morning cause like we all have to be like off to work at yeah. some time we won't have enough I time don't, to record I don't. <laughs> oh you luck. Well, I, I can I, I can see what I can do with a uh, PTO or something. Like that. I, I I don't know. Either either way, Jeff I'm all I'm all <laughs> uh, we're, we're gonna have breakfast and we're gonna make it awesome. Uh, last thing I'm gonna say. Great example in this episode and in this show, but in this episode, like again, where you can tell like a total cliffhanging story where you already know yeah. who can die and who can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. true. And yet you completely forget it and you're yeah. caught up in it and like even though it's because like, Leia wasn't in peril honestly like nobody else, is everyone, well none of the main characters are in peril well Tala I mean, like the people who are in peril things happen to them that makes sense but like when the when the absolute main characters are the ones in peril it's like you lose some of that tension right which in the last episode was more prevalent like we know Obi-Wan and Leia are gonna be okay right. getting out of this base like, but you still no feel there. you still feel the what you're supposed to feel about Leia being threatened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that that worked very well. Yeah. Anyway, that's my thing. All right, so uh, let's get David's thoughts on uh, this episode. All right, so I will be very very brief on my dislikes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which are really only a couple. Uh, the shake cam. Yeah. The mood, I think they used that way too much. Um, and the fact that they'd, they'd use that for some of the fighting and then switch back quick and then go right back to it yeah. I thought that was kind of kind of hard to track some of the action um, keeping it with more of the standard cinematic filming. I think it's to embellish like if they don't have enough actors on set or like if there isn't enough actual action happening in the camera if they shake it up it looks like it's more chaotic than it really is perhaps like is it like, a, it's yeah, like, it's like photoshop that's... for <laughs> for action sequences mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in that way it's like lazy right Where, like, you, I don't think you saw any of that in like Lord of the Rings right that was like very meticulously planned out right like, yeah. and it takes of, these, of that action and even in like, prequels and stuff it's like like Smooth the cinematography is not yeah. consistent with Lucas films like way they do that mm-hmm. in the show I feel like yeah like, other than that way. I felt like a little more de-aging on uh, Hayden when they were doing yeah. their tra- training sparring 
Um, but that that wasn't really enough to really pull me out of it. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. he looks good, could be better, but this is fantastic. Um, and then <laughs> Reva's lightsaber being back together after Vader snapped it into. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. Really? I, 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 I think back? that I think that that is. It, it, I don't think he detaches. He didn't break right. it. I think it comes apart. It I think it comes yeah, apart, but it still does. doesn't explain how it got back together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, when did it get back together? She was why like, did, did why she was, was it left behind? behind? Was she that, holding that, it? That's, yeah. that's a better question. True. Well, well, she that, she was like holding it back together at the end. Yeah, she grabbed it, then crawled over to the Obi Wan's communicator. Maybe they like like magnets. They like if you drop them near each other, they like connect back up. That could be. Yeah, but I mean, they can be helicopters. That's probably just flies with them. These are magic blades. Yeah, but other than that, I I thought it was fantastic. Everything from the flashbacks to how that they went straight to Vader, Vader's just imposing figure, um, how he just, I mean, even when he promotes Reva, he's like, good job, Neil. And you can see she's like, oh shit. You <laughs> <laughs> never know what he's going to do. She slowly gets down, yeah. and she's like, grand inquisitor. And then she's like, oh, thank goodness. It was like that scene in, in Raiders of the Lost Ark <laughs> He like reaches in and pulls out this like thing, like a nunchuck thing, and then he's like, and it's just a coat hanger for his coat. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's such a good point though, because like, in, in I think this whole show does this, and it was very true in the original trilogy. Like, pretty much everyone but Luke is scared shitless when they're around Vader. Yep. Like, yeah. there's everybody. There's they're. they're their eyes open, they're careful about what they say, no one knows if they're going to get killed by him at any given moment, and, like, that happens a lot in this series and in this episode, like, it's like, and that's, that's so <laughs> original trilogy, it's yeah. like, like, the only thing we really know about this guy is he's unhinged and he could kill you at any moment, yeah. and, like, and then, like, even the Inquisitors, that scene where he comes in on the, in episode three, even oh, they're, they, like, they, they have their eyes down, they're, like, they're, they're, they're like, this guy's yeah. great, like, <laughs> like, I don't want to get on the bad side. Yeah, like, right? Like, there's no... It's just rules by straight fear. Like, so even when you're about to be, like, crowned the Grand Inquisitor, you're still not sure if you're going to get crowned or killed. Like... And <laughs> which is why, like, you can see, like, why Vader and Tarkin had kind of an understanding. Yep. Oh, because they're both just heartless. Cold. Yeah, like, they're, they're like, brothers in a way. Because, like, Vader's got the innate power, and then Tarkin has the, like, technology power or the political power. But there are also kind of rivals to the Emperor's, like, attention, too. Mm -hmm. So that was a good dynamic. And I love the shots. Even him just standing there, looking out the Star Destroyer window, just just breathing. It's just... It draws you in so much to everything that's going on, the flashbacks. I mean, the best one, I think, was when they showed the the one flashback, and then it quick went to Vader. You see his reflection, and then you see Jabeem. Yeah. And then it cuts back to Obi-Wan. And then there's that Obi-Wan where he's like, Vader's going to attack next. Well, how do you know? He doesn't have patience patience for a siege. Right. And then stormtroopers come in. I'm, re- I'm a stormtrooper fanboy, I will say that. <laughs> I loved how as soon as Reva broke that door open, oh yeah, we had the Kenobi force push, so we've seen him getting his mojo back with his force powers. And then it's just like the stormtroopers just like tainted for that. <laughs> that, that which that's what they're made for. Like they're made for <laughs> breaching actions like that. Mm-hmm. Close quarters, you no, know, if one goes down, there's another right behind it. So you have that 
is that wave ever going to, suicide wave ever going to end? Right. I would like to see them explain, like, when, when Obi-Wan's, like, at the Jawa, um, that the Jawa San Carlo gets destroyed and he tells Luke, like, only Imperial Stormtroopers are so precise. It'd be cool <laughs> like, to see, like, like an example of him, like, oh, oh, crap, like, these aren't the droids, like, these aren't the, the battle droids, like, they're just like, fire, fire. Like, mm. if he saw his, like, a different <laughs> level of, like, or, like, he's like, oh, gosh, like, I can see the legacy of the clones, like, the clones trained these guys, right? The clone trooper brothers. Yep. And I don't know about you guys, but I almost got, like, a Helm's Deep vibe. Yeah. When, oh, yeah. Once sure. they breach that wall, yeah. Kenobi's like, well, retreat, pull back. And you get, like, that same kind of, here come the Urukai straight through the you got a strategy. Through the wall. You got, like, multiple layers to fall back to. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Different choke points. And then when Tyler got got hit, that was like, a, oh, they're actually going to kill her off. Mm-hmm. And then she pulls out the thermal detonator. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> that was... I mean, again, it's like the tension from and then like Empire Strikes Back when they're trying to chase like Boba Fett with Han, yeah, like, Carbonite, and you're like, they're like so close to getting him, and it's like this chase through Bespin, and it's like it kind of had that same like desperate feel, which you didn't really get as much of in the Last Jedi, which was trying to replicate the same thing. Like you didn't quite get the same sense of like dread that everything was like about to, everyone was about to die. Mm-hmm. But, like they played it well here, and like you know, all echoes from Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. I mean, that's like. When you structure your, your episode on Empire Strikes Back, you're already starting on third base, you know? Because <laughs> it's like this <laughs> yeah. an immaculately structured film. Yeah. And I loved it, too. Just, like... Just, just how, how they handled the Stormtroopers. You know, yeah, they were just, like... Suppress yeah. the fire and move forward. But even, like... You think a Stormtrooper would know chances of them against the Jedi is, like, nil. Yeah. But they still, like, after Tala got hit... That droid goes over to protect her. They still just like swarmed around her, right. goes straight co- towards Kenobi. Now, at the one yeah. point when he's trying to get to Tyler, it's one stormtrooper against Kenobi. Yeah, and that stormtrooper's like, he, like almost like a dude like a Floyd Mayweather. You know, <laughs> just, just I work like my see, way up on you. It would have been cool to see some heavy troopers with like little personal shields that like in the game, like to have yeah. more different kinds of troopers. They're all just standard stormtroopers, but cool to see. There was one guy. Yeah, the, the, the shield. With the yeah, I, I, I was yeah, like, like a why don't they shield. use those uh, uh, that often? And I, well, the they, okay, they have, a, like in the Clone Wars, but mm-hmm. yeah, that, that, was, that was pretty neat to see. And I was kind of hoping, too, for a second, that, like, a few of the refugees would, like, Turn out to be Jedi and would have grabbed those lightsabers that were in those crates. Uh, and then we have three more cool. Jedi to fight. That would mm-hmm. be cool. Then it's like Vader walks in. It's because like, yeah, like the whole point is it's it's a Jedi underground railroad. So like these are all four uh, sets of people, right? Mm-hmm. So like that'd be cool to have like a few allies would have been like. And then even like some like General Kenobi. Like I don't know if you remember me, but I was a Padawan and you served with my master in the Clone Wars. Like, but I was just a Padawan, but. I'm still well, here and I'm ready to fight again. And we have like a, a redo of the arena fight, right? You know, like yeah. that would be cool to have. Uh, the, uh, that's what I. That's what I thought they were going to do. Because they, they had the light, lightsaber box. lightsaber box. Yeah. So, uh, right but there. yeah, no. Oh. I really, I really. There's just so much good Vader, and I think you're 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 dead on here. They're playing Vader perfectly, mm-hmm. and he's to the point now where he's like, I think a lot of him with how he is in the beginning. He's just looking and sensing. And I think he's feeling, meaning he's able to feel Obi-Wan starting to get his mojo back. So then he's, he's ramping up his aggression, his emotion, even though it's going to end up Obi-Wan tricks him on this one, basically. You know, him coming in, you have kind of a Force Unleashed vibe. 
pulling the ship down, mm-hmm. tearing the ship apart, then taking on Reva. That was some of the that was some Word. of the coolest, most <laughs> yeah. creative and innovative dueling we've seen in in a long time. And like, that was I'm just, so mo- so more than you. I'm gonna beat you with your own lightsaber <laughs> and not even draw mine out. I'm gonna sidestep what you're mm-hmm. doing. Yeah, we haven't seen that Use before. the force. Is mm. and when he threw the through the saber, yeah. took her saber, the force pulled the one back and went to the. Almost the Ahsoka stance. Mm-hmm. He's used almost every move in Battlefront Two at this point. He does the boomerang. <laughs> he does the, the choke hold, yeah. and he does like the rage, focused rage, right? Mm-hmm. So like they're pulling all the things out of the games. And then the it's fun when he advances on Reva, you get the Vader, pre-suit Vader, going back to Vader, and you're having that quick flashback once he stabs her. Yeah, that was nuts. It was, it was very well done. I still don't get how she's alive, but... I just I love how, like, look, George Lucas is like, we can't actually show him slaughtering the young women. And, he, <laughs> and he's like, yes, we can. We're going to do that. Speaking like, of yes. that, <laughs> that location is where Obi-Wan and Yoda are. And yeah, with those Yoda's dead young like, Killed not by blaster. Right. This young I picked mm-hmm. up on that. It looked like that kind of hallway. Which is pretty much where they were running down, like when in the first episode when they were running away. Yep. They pretty yeah. much got caught right away, almost it looks like. And apparently one one of the younglings gets preserved in amber. <laughs> Helmet and all. <laughs> As a trophy for that momentous occasion. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're right. They, that's where they saw them like later dead. Which I don't know, was Reva, I guess, she wounded and got away somehow. I don't know. Something. Does Grogu force heal her, right? Like, does <laughs> she, she help Grogu no, get out of the temple? No, she she survived and hid in the dead bodies. Mm-hmm. She told Obi-Wan. Until it was clear, clear enough to leave. Yeah. yeah, she said she had to hide amongst the dead bodies. Yes. Morbid. Yeah, that, I thought that was pretty strong for Disney. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, they had to have a warning. Like, that, that warning. They had the content oh, yeah. warning. Oh, that's yeah, very was valid. Because, like, the just um, happened like a person came and killed a bunch of kids and some kids survived by pretending to play dead with their dead mm-hmm. friends until well, help came one of the like, things that just happened that a uh, theory has talked about is that with vader it's so hard to film him because you keep you can't see his emotions but they're filming it so well yes that's yeah. exactly like it's just like that's what the original trilogy was like it was like mm-hmm. like there's, a, it's a, it's a very like, and Star Wars does that so well. So many, yeah, like, mm-hmm. Boba Fett, Mandalorian, like mm-hmm. these characters <laughs> who never have their face showing. Yeah. And yet they make such a huge impact. Or like Chewie, like he doesn't really have facial expressions, but you can tell Chewie's emotion by his sounds and his like body language. Mm-hmm. Well, and like and like with Vader even especially, like, if you just saw his lines on paper, you'd be like, what the heck yeah. is this? Like. They're pretty cheesy lines. Like Secure they're not, the facility. You know, like... I am what you may be. Yes, I am. This is like... But, but he, really? he's, he's such a... That's, mm-hmm. that's one of the things... I've been talking about, like... Like, I can't... And obviously, I mean, some some people would not even... This wouldn't even be on their radar. But, like, Star Wars has created so many, like... I don't know. I, don't, I still don't really have an explanation for it. But, like, there's... It's so visually iconic, yep. And like that, people who've never seen anything Star Wars, 
Oh, that's Darth Vader. Yeah. Oh, that's a Stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's R2-D2. That's a TIE Fighter yeah. movie. Yeah, like, they, 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 like yeah. and even if they don't Star know what it's Star called, Star. they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah, that. That's Star Wars. Wars. Like, like, they know what bucket it is. It's like, so versus, visually, like, powerful. Yeah, and 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 that's, that's, Vader is, Vader's character. Truly iconic. Is part of his character is just straight up how he looks. Yeah. You see him and you're like, that's scary. Like, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. I, I will say one other quick thing that I'm I was very happy that the guy right was the correct lightsabers for Obi Wan and Anakin sparring. Yep, and that. Anakin doing the behind the back spin and then does a strike and the twirl. Yeah, Love so it. that's the so Obi Wan lost his in the duel with Dooku and Anakin lost his in the factory. How no, Obi Wan had taken yeah yes. taken in Geonosis. Oh, that's um, right. Though he never got it back, I guess. Then he, then he has the one that he has for the rest of the series yep. until Vader yeah. picks it up. The, 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 though the weird thing is, is that, um, like in the uh, uh, micro series Clone Wars, he had the episode two hilt. So that's not canon anymore. So um, yeah. and plus, like with the Hasbro toys, they had the same thing, but they kind of switched that out later on. So it, so it was taken from him in Geonosis, and he didn't bring it back. But then. Yeah, Anakin's got broken. He's like, it's going to kill me. It's yeah. again. It's probably wasn't the first time, it sounds like. And, and then he, and then by episode three, he's got the Skywalker saber. Yeah, he's got that. Yeah, yeah, episode three and the Clone Wars is the Skywalker Which, saber. Which, the one he's he using here is pretty similar. It just has a black part around the middle. It's, it looks pretty... It looks actually kind of like Darth Vader's. Yes. Like, he kind of... Mm-hmm. Did he, like, inspire... Like, Darth Vader's lightsaber, there's one over there. It has, like, the black in the middle and then the black, like, grip part. Yeah, and that seemed to be like his Clone Wars one or his pre Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, just kind of I'll say one one more thing. This then I'm done. <laughs> no, I I I'm not running for time. So. <laughs> when Reva was going after Vader, and she starts her saber twirl, or yeah, yeah. The spinning saber, and Vader uses the force to slow that down. Oh yeah. And then force pulls it. <laughs> yeah. And he 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 holds he holds up the lightsaber like he's get, like curling a dumbbell or something. <laughs> then he. Like, oh man! Just to look at his helmet is just like he's just staring her straight in the face and just snap, mm-hmm. and then tosses her the other half. Yeah, of the that was so yeah. cool. He's <laughs> like, oh, first okay. I first I beat you without a lightsaber. No, I'll beat you with your own. Now I'm gonna. Now here's yours. Yeah. Like he's just he's always in control. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's always in control. There's no moment I don't think in this he gets tricked with the ship thing but like he's always in control well that's why Empire Strikes Back is interesting because he's a little bit he's like the, the Emperor is like dogging him and like he is manically trying to pursue everything and like it all falls into place but he is like a little bit grasping at straws he's like I gotta call bounty hunters like this better work but like yeah you get to see like full Rage Vader or Vader like competent but very driven and very like it's not total control, but mm-hmm. it's the tension mo- there is The good. most rage he shows is when he tears that ship apart. Yeah. 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 And, and the cool thing with how, like, with, like, showing just how powerful he is, is, like, Starkiller, you know, Force Unleashed, other novels or whatever, people are using, like, two hands to wrestle, like, a ship to the ground or something. The Vader, in this, he's just, like, one hand up, and he's not even breathing hard. He's just, I'm just going to yank this thing down. And it's not like a gentle, it's like, boom. <laughs> okay, I'm done. 
Alrighty, so uh, my thoughts, um, my I'll I'll just go with uh, dislikes first because they're again they're like with most of you they're very brief ones. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm with definitely with David with the shaky cam. Um, I definitely thought they could shaky. like, yep, yeah, uh, they they went a little too uh, born identity yeah. with it. It's like yeah. someone had it in a monster and you're like, <laughs> couldn't, yeah, couldn't hold it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and, and, it's, and it's super weird because, uh, like, the episode prior to this, the one that's, like, probably my least favorite, I praised them for using the shaky cam when it was necessary um, and it was effective. Um, but here, like, they kind of used it when it wasn't effective and then they would ju- jump to, like, one shot yeah. where it stands still and it doesn't and they do it again and it kind of just felt a little bit unfocused. Maybe it wasn't editing... Uh, uh, maybe it was a process in editing that didn't... Go that kind of just got overlooked. I'm I'm not really sure. I mean, it's a directorial directorial decision ultimately mm-hmm. to like direct the cinematographer to shoot it that way. So, but um, but yeah, I yeah, no, but like when 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 it works, it works. But it didn't work uh, particularly in the middle. Um, the other other thing. I wasn't really a huge fan of what was the ending um, because it kind of left on like okay well how's this gonna work with one yeah like th- mm-hmm. that that's kind of what I got but I but I do feel like I, we'll we'll kind of get somewhat of a good ending out of it but um, yeah I, I personally I'm gonna jump into the speculation uh, area is that I think. Uh, Reva's kind of now officially signing her death sentence <laughs> at this point. Because if she finds out that Luke is the son of Vader, or or Leia's like even connected to this, vice versa, oh, there's one. no way she can get out of it. I don't this think one. she's going to find that out. I think she just will know that or, there's something about him because Obi-Wan was protecting this kid. Right. And this is like this is why he was hiding here, was something with this kid, perhaps. Yeah, that... Um, so there's something yeah, to this if she, if she, but yeah. if she got it if she captures Luke then she can find that all out right like then the, to, from Kenobi's perspective or, you can't have well, Luke fall into the she, hands because then all the dots would get connected then but you don't go into the situation knowing so the dots so do you think it's going to end up as a redemption arc for her or Obi-Wan's going to have to kill her yeah I, or I think Owen's going to kill her honestly <laughs> well, yeah. they they did build that up because they did that in, yeah. the, in that like yeah. non-canon uh-huh. Maul comic, right? Yeah, like yeah. Shots Owen Maul. kills Maul, who comes looking for Kenobi or whatever, mm-hmm. and Maul's about to like uncover the secret, and so he's got to go, and like o- Owen jumps in Boom. last second because Owen's got like street cred in this. Like, it'd be cool to see that to see like he is a scruffy looking nerfer, or, like he, well, he, he knows what he's doing. We killed Vermin on my arm. Yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> And gutter, like it all ties together. It's all like I feel like they're setting that up, and Owen's gonna save the day, and be like, "Look, see, Ben, I don't need you. Like I can protect my family without you. I don't need you around." Right. And then he has to keep his distance because like, also, look what you almost brought down on us. So stay away. That right? would also tie into when she was up in Owen's face. He's like, "You think you can protect them from me?" And he goes, "Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll show you. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, I'm telling you." Yeah. I, now I'm now I've just anchored my expectations and that's not good. I need to get away. From that. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> I don't know what the expectations yeah. for the last yeah, episode because okay. I'm just genuinely confused about 
how how it's all gonna come together. Like it's. Yeah. I mean, other than and like the rumor Vader, of canon breaking. So I'm assuming that Vader is gonna continue to pursue Obi Wan. Or like, uh, could there be a situation where Vader thinks Obi Wan's dead, or Obi Wan fakes his death somehow, so to preserve, like to to go even deeper underground, right? So like Vader thinks he beat Obi-Wan, that Obi-Wan's dead, so that everyone's safe? Like, is that a scenario that could oh, play that out? Could be. Yeah, it could be. I mean, and then he's, like, almost feel... surprised, like, oh, I, have, I, haven't felt, I haven't felt him since I thought he was last alive. Like, yeah. I'm suddenly aware of Obi-Wan's presence again on the Death Star. Like, yeah. it's been, I thought, I thought he was dead, right? I That's what we all thought watching New Hope. I think you know? that it's more likely that there's a definitive win for Obi-Wan, physically, in, mm-hmm. in the last episode. No. I'd be okay if this was the win. Like, I, if this yeah. was the ultimate ownage, like, you schooled him one last time, I would Which be okay I would with be that. fine with, too. If, but then, what's the last episode? What's yeah, the I don't payoff? know. Okay, so... I don't know. What's the payoff? I would, I would be okay with how this... If they ended it like this. But there's two things... Well, I forgot the first one. But the other... The, the main one is... Yeah, I'm gonna call this out. Okay. Kathleen Kennedy said we're, it's gonna be the rematch of the century. Right. And that first duel wasn't even a duel. Yeah. She might have meant that, though, honestly. She might have meant the first one. I... <laughs> In which case, her, like, her, like, calibration of what that means is way off. But Like most things. Could yeah. Be. But I think... I, I think know. that... Because <laughs> that, that wasn't a rematch one. of the century. That would but. be the worst one. You're like, it's the rematch of the century. And she's like, yeah, He that's... drags him through the fire. What? Yeah. <laughs> If that's what she meant, then she could always be like, "Well, no, I meant the other one." And then there's not there's not another one. And she was like, "Oh, I just never don't, mind. I just don't think that there's any other way this this sh- series can end than with Vader and Kenobi full physical lightsaber. Yeah, like, I just don't. However, well, they're gonna do it. Yeah, and plus, like even the concept art. That yes. Is. So mm. yeah, I definitely. Well, uh, on that poster shows Vader. I mean, it's like the, it's the banner when you pull up the show on Disney Plus. There's like. It's, it's on the sands of Tatooine with a Vader yeah. lightsaber and Kenobi's off in the distance. I mean, I'd just be stylistic, but... I hope you... I, I honestly hope it's not on Tatooine. Because then there's... Mustafar. Yes, Mustafar. Mustafar or Alderaan? Why not Alderaan? Uh, Let's destroy that beautiful Alderaan would be interesting. I don't think they'll do Mustafar again. They could. Yeah, they, they could. I mean, they did reference, like... they Obi-Wan knows where his castle is, right? Because they are like... It's a moon... Uh, the Mustafar system... Vader's system. Yeah, Vader. Like, he knows enough to, like, that's where Vader hangs out. So if he wants to face him down, but to distract episode, like, to distract his attention away from both Alderaan and Tatooine. Well, the episode ends pointing to Tatooine. For Riva only. Yeah. Well, I mean, Obi-Wan, too, is also, like, he's yeah, starting they, to be like, something's wrong, like, I need to, I need to get back to Tatooine. I can tell yeah, I, I maybe, need to. Well, I think they, the visual, they, the last shot is they dwell on Luke. Yeah. So it's like... Yes. If we're gonna get Luke, then it's like, hey, remember this kid from episode one? We're going back here. <laughs> we're going to Tatooine. Why does everybody want to go back to Tatooine? <laughs> well, I, I, though, though, maybe uh, Revo's kind of like the uh, scourging of the Shire kind of. Right. Uh, yeah, that's enough. For, yeah. for uh, Obi Wan, in, in a way. So maybe that could be the case. Um, Obi Wan can take her. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm holding. So maybe Baru comes in the clutch too. Like maybe there's more to her than we think. Not she just even been not in the just show yet. milk or whatever. Just starts drowning her in blue milk. Yeah, <laughs> like waterboarding with blue milk. 
would be really confusing to me if she didn't have a redemption arc. Because I, I feel like that moment oh, with Obi-Wan no, and then yeah. her defeat of Like Vader a sacrifice? Or like a, she'll live. Like she'll redeem and die or redeem and now be part of something going beyond this. I'm not sure about either, but I think... I, I just think that I don't I don't think she's gonna die a villain. I I don't I don't know I I'd, I'd actually kind of go against that because I feel like if, like she had so many chances of redeeming herself she could have like turned the stormtroopers around but yet she still um like told them to go through and kill everyone uh, she could have probably stopped multiple times. If she had a good conscience, but she did not. She heck, she cut off somebody's hand. Uh, like, yeah, uh, throughout, like in the first like, episode, that shows you she's close not to Vader. Like around. that's what she was saying. She's just literally looking for chances to get physically close enough to Vader to kill him, or like earn his trust enough mm-hmm. that he'll let his guard down. Like is that like that's what she's doing? Is is she playing the game, or is she conflicted? Where she actually is kind of evil, I, I, but I think also wants to kill Vader. I think it's person. kind of both. I think she's just kind of done it for so long that she's too I, far gone. I think I um, think that I don't know, man. I think if any, if Vader can be redeemed, anybody can be redeemed. Yeah, yeah. But I think that Reva's motivations yeah. are so much more personal. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really actually I don't think she actually does care about Okay, I mean she could, obviously her primary thing isn't actually to be the Grand Inquisitor. Right. The first yeah. thing she wants to do is kill her boss. <laughs> so if Vader's dead, there's no Grand Inquisitor's thing. I guess Palpatine could keep it going, but um, I do think that she, her character in this episode, is diminished. Like she, she had her moment with Obi Wan where she admitted, if she revealed what her motivations were, she. Obi-Wan got through to her. Yeah. Um, and then she... But did she realize, just realize she got played by him, do you think? Well, I think more than anything, she just up. realizes... I think, at least for me, like I feel like she realized that her revenge motive is a dead end. Mm. And, mm. and She really she, needed Obi-Wan's help. Well, she really... And she and that she was in the... And like, she gets all the way to the point where she's able to potentially take out Vader, and then she just gets mopped. Like they just he just mops. So she'll need his help to mop up Vader now. Like, hey, well, you I think, I think that she's like. Re- I mean, I don't enemy know. of my it, enemy is my it's friend. It's interesting because I think that they. I, I don't know. I'm still confused about the end of the episode. So I don't know yeah. what to make of it. I think it will make sense. But she's clearly like the yeah. key because yeah. she's the one with that information. So that's that's the. But like, who is going to follow her, or like you know, like which other dominoes will fall from her actions? Is the question? But her act, her regardless, her actions, the the way the episode ends. I mean, other than the fact that Obi Wan and Vader are still going to be, Vader's still going to be chasing Obi Wan, like. The question I have at the end of this episode is, Whoa, what? How, how does Reva fit into all this, having that information, yeah. and no one else? That's why I think she has, has to it. die with mm-hmm. the information. That's what I think. Yep. The secret dies with her because Owen, Obi-Wan, sees to it and so Vader never never gets to Vader. That seems more likely to be a heroic end. Like, I'll die before I'll let Vader find out who Luke can, is. Can I, on that note, if, if they do have it where she puts two and two together, 
Obi Wan's gonna kill her. Because Maul, Maul's like, now what are you doing here? Or, or like who who are you protecting? Yeah, who are you protecting? And then Obi Wan just like, yeah, like I have to deal with this now. Yeah, there's no, I can't let yeah. you leave with this information. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or it could be like a misunderstanding where like she's doing it as an act of redemption, but Obi Wan thinks she's gonna kill Luke, and so she, he kills her tragically, right? Like a misunderstanding, right. like right. a like a well, Shakespearean like Fog misunderstanding. I, I, I think I, I think yeah. that this the, and the reason this works because I think it sh- I, I think the fact that that's all in in the mix is like somewhat of a testament to how effective Reva is as a character, like. But the key to the whole thing is the question. But it makes sense that they do have to create this character out of thin air to do all this because it doesn't work. Like, if it was just... Because I, I used to think, like, oh, why, did, why couldn't Reva just be the Grand Inquisitor this whole time? Like, that character could have been the person driving the plot. Right. But, like, well, now it's now, making yeah. more sense that it has to be somebody who dies <laughs> or has a redemption arc because the Grand Inquisitor obviously doesn't... I think anybody right? who's a victim like she was as a child has to have a redemption arc. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. And, and, and plus, I might be looking into this in a weird angle, but I think her, like, dying a full-on villain is just kind of more of a testament of, like, what Vader has done. Like, it's more of a right. bigger sign to Obi-Wan on what Vader has done and what his actions have yeah. done to like so many others it was almost like and in that way kind of like, like nail in the coffin like the Padawans who died or the younglings who died in the temple were the lucky ones mm-hmm. versus the ones who like have ten years of ramifications and more suffering as a downstream of Anakin's actions so, so do we have yes. a we have a pool for this I, th- I think we should probably do a um, <laughs> uh, like a internet uh, dead like kind of like a is Reva pool on this? Or, so I'm, I'm in the uh, Reva redemptive death redemptive death Okay, so all right, uh, David. Like, do you think she'll be Reva redeemed? Dies or? A hero. I'm gonna, I'm gonna think. I'm gonna go with redemption, but because she puts two and two together, Obi Wan does have to kill her. Okay, and I'll so. go with that. Whether or not Obi Wan believes she there's good in her that he's turning around, Owen's gonna kill her because Owen is not gonna take. Owen's not gonna buy any of that crap. He's just uh-huh. like you're a threat. Will she mind. die a villain or a hero? To Owen, she's a villain. To Obi-Wan, she might have turned it around. But now him and Owen are on the outs because of that. Because of what, what goes down, uh-huh. they're going to have an even bigger falling out. And Owen's going to be even more staunch in his opinion of, like, my nephew can have nothing to do with this whole world because look what it just, like look at this mess and chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he needs to be far away from you, Ben. Like, go away. That's a good And then he goes See, off and gets a hut all way uh, far away, right? That's That makes and me he, like, think even more him. that this shit's all going down on Tatooine. Right. Yeah, I think mm. you're right. Because then Owen's going to be like, yeah. that was too close to call. We need to get, like, get the hell out of here. We need to get to, like, Hermit, like, Ben in his in his house on the other side of the dune sea. Like, yeah. Like, the <laughs> crazy wizard, like, banished and, like, like, there needs to be something big that goes down that has this huge falling out that Luke's unaware of as a kid. But, like, something that uh, right. Owen knows more than he's letting on, right? And it's, like... Which fuels Owen's to see stubbornness that. to, like, yes. keep Luke at home. That will explain all that. Keep him yeah. at home as long as you can. Mm. Keep I, him and away I, from Ben. Although, in all fairness, like, right, I can already hear the, the cries of Tatooine again. Like No, <laughs> no, no. Well, this is epic, though. This is, like, different. Yeah. This is different. Oh, I agree. I'm just saying, like, I know a lot of people have been complaining that, like, 
every show <laughs> seems to find its way on a Tatooine in some significant way. And mm-hmm. I do wish I had like a shower thought or a dream or something where I wish we would have seen Obi Wan keeping up his skills with not with a lightsaber, but it'd be cool if like if we showed him like in a day in the life and he like goes to this like canyon and he like and then like a sand person comes out, a Tuscan, and they like it's like a ritual and they like meet and they do like combat just to like just for fun or ever like they out of respect and like basically like it'd be cool to see like Obi-Wan mm-hmm. like building relationships with the Tuscans in Tuscan a way. Raiders. And like because they could have continued that through line that they did with Boba Fett of like redeeming or like recontextualizing the, the sand people a little bit. They could have continued that in this show where Obi-Wan kind of has this like he has like an understanding with them and like he's keeping up his combat skills without a lightsaber but he's like right, right, keeping right, a little right. bit oh, in the game a little bit and like because he's able to like adeptly like he can do the crate dragon scream he like knows about Tusken Raiders like they could have built some of that background knowledge of like he's lived among them a little bit or like interacted with them not as much as Boba Fett like lived among them but like he they it's like you're a settler and they're the Indians right and it's like the old west and it's like there's that relationship going on I think that would be cool that but for some reason when you're saying all that it makes me think I hope they don't do a season two that sounds like that's the rumor I hope uh, they don't I, I, I don't know I, I, they I say they it could sounds have, limited series they so could have Obi-Wan in other things like Rebels or uh, in Ahsoka for example like, well, it could work or even in Andor but, but like, I think it would be very dangerous don't call it Kenobi I feel like um, it could be it's like it's like roll the dice once but maybe not twice like yeah do you think like the show chance. might have gone off better as if it was billed as like the Leia, like Leia, Princess of Alderaan, or something? Call it like call it the Leia show, and have Obi Wan in it, and Obi Wan and Vader's story. But it's like it's about yeah. Leia. Like, do you think it would have? Do you think people would be like, oh, there's so much Leia in this? Like, if it had been about Leia. No. Or do they need it to be Kenobi? I. To like Keno- draw Kenobi. People? Yeah, Kenobi. I I don't think it's a matter of drawing people. But I feel like it's, uh, like, Obi-Wan does have more screen time than anyone right. out of this whole show. So, again, and... Uh, but, like, Leia was I think driving it, I think the box for episodes. Like, Leia was the MacGuffin. a significant role for Obi-Wan and, and Vader yeah. in a Leia-based right. show. She's the MacGuffin for the first four episodes. Right. But I think, that, I think that... <laughs> I mean, my take on it, right? This is this not my politically correct take, but I think that there'd be a less of a like, it, like if you if you presented to me yeah. a Leia limited series, I just wouldn't be as excited. Like, there's a book about Leia apparently, <laughs> but like there's a couple. But like yeah, that seems like oh, lines. that's what like t- teenage girls will read. Like I'm well, not. Bloodline is a, is a yeah, very that, right. not a YA novel. Right. it's very good, no. but. But it's billed as a YA novel, right? It's like, that's, that's who it was marketed towards. So you're like, I'm like a 35-year-old man reading a young adult. Like, I'm reading like, uh, what is it, Twilight, right? <laughs> like, or Hunger Games. Like, I, I think, okay, uh, yeah. but it's like, you know, technically it's not for you or whatever. But I think um, this was the better way to do it. Call it Obi-Wan Kenobi and then feature Leia heavily. As opposed to the other way around. Mm-hmm. Well, we because um, did, we didn't know Leia was in it at all, or we knew we knew that Leia was cast in it, but like we didn't know to what extent, well, how fully yeah, how, she was well, in. I mean, it, right? there was quite quite a bit of rumors, heavy leakage, for quite some time that Leia was kidnapped and that that was the thing that would draw Obi Wan out. Right. 
that, that was relative. But it was like the lone wolf and cub, like that formula of like the adult with the kid that they've played out yeah. in Mando and in Bad Batch and now this. Like that's like the script or the, it's like a template they stick to. And like I would love to see them break out a little bit of that. Like they yeah. do kind of play it safe in that way where they follow this like algorithmic formula for like, hey, that worked in Mando. Let's do it again in Bad Batch and let's do it again in this I show. don't think we'll get that in Andor. No, I, I think Andor's And I don't think we'll get that in different. The Acolyte. <laughs> well, it's almost like a reverse of The Acolyte. Like, if it's, like, instead of, like, the, the wise, jaded person has to, like, is, like, they're softened by the innocence of a child. Perhaps it's the other way around. Or, like, here, that's a story of, like, someone corrupting a small kid into becoming a Sith Lord. There's been <laughs> rumors, and we're totally off topic now, but there's been rumors that, like, that, that show will feature heavily, like, all the Sith... Like Darth Bane, Darth Nihilus, Darth all the Darths and all yeah. the Sith. We'll see. Will be somehow I'm so worried about this referenced mm. and featured. We have to wrap up. The battery's almost so, dead. Yeah, I I'll so I will definitely make my uh, like praises of the show uh, brief, and then we'll try to yep. squeeze in our uh, ratings for the show. So uh, what I really loved about the episode, um, the scene between uh, Reverend Obi Wan. Uh, the like, uh, like across the door, kind of like the Doctor Who thing. Uh, well, not to that extent, but um, loved it, um, and I loved that uh, question that Reva had to Obi Wan, like where he's like, um, "We can, we want the same thing. Like we want Vader gone." And he's like, "She was like, is that what you really want?" And it, like, and then like, kind of yeah, like questions uh Obi Wan. That sort of thing uh, during like do I want him yeah. or not? Mm-hmm. Like I really right. have to decide. Yeah. Right. So um the Tala's death, yes, was way more effective and well done. <laughs> um so and yeah, I was I was surprised they killed her off. Um I, I thought she'd be kind of like the um Leia's in like like the other character that like Leia would interact with more often, but I guess not, and 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 that yeah, also kind of yeah. She could have been an effective yeah. like, she could have ended up on Alderaan and become part of the yep. rebellion. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the uh, flashbacks were well done. I I, kn- I know that there's a lot of people that say the de that the they probably should have been de-aged, but I think I think Caden Christensen's uh, facial expressions were yeah very well done, even with the wrinkles and. Uh, I think I can, it's okay. I can tag on with my phone recording um, to finish it up. Okay. We just lost the computer. Oh, the computer. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I think the computer's dead. So, um, <clears throat> well, anyway. So back up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, it's dead. Ah, <laughs> uh, so. Uh, continuing with it, um, I think that this was probably the best episode uh, to date, um, and I would definitely give it uh, a solid 9 out of 10. Wow. Uh, uh, Aaron, what, what, what would you rate it? Um, I would say, gosh, it's been... it's. Uh, Believe it or not, I, I found myself initially thinking nine and a half, ten, and then I feel like I wanted to bring it down just a little bit. I think that there was so much good here that it kind of 
made you feel like, like, you know, it was like, yeah, I'd say right now as I'm sitting here, I'm going to go nine out of 10. Um, but I think it was definitely the best episode, clearly the best episode of the series so far. Like, yeah, that was, so I'll say nine, nine, nine and a half. Mm. Okay. Uh, Sean? I, to be consistent, I have to say 9.7 because I think I gave episode 3 a 9.6 because I had given 1 and 2 a 9.5. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I agree. I think this is like the best. So it's like for me, it's this one, then episode 1, then 3, then 2, then 4 in order of, of likes. I think I gave it a 4 last time. <laughs> episode 4 of 4 out of 10. <laughs> um but yeah, this is like this is the best one so far. But we'll see for next week if that gets us to nine point eight or nine or ten. <laughs> uh, David, so I originally given it ten out of ten this morning after watching it. Um, after watching it a second time, I'm actually gonna drop that to nine point eight. <laughs> okay. The two little things you don't like. Shaky cam, <laughs> cam does does brings it down. Now if the season finale is worse, then I'll go back up to 10 oh, yeah, yeah. and then drop the season there finale. But if I go perfect 10 out of 10, then I have to come up with something <laughs> different. That's like, true. See, next week is the best thing ever. I think it's mm-hmm. fair. We can... There's like a mulligan. Once we've seen all six, you can redo your ranks of all the episodes and yeah, that, recalibrate it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's fair. And especially mm-hmm. since it's such a great episode because it fills in a lot of blanks with Reva. Yeah. We get Vader we want. We're seeing General Kenobi. Mm-hmm. That's how he was. We, we're getting the flashbacks we wanted. And it's coming it's it's coming together but they're still, they're still ending it on like, okay, what is exactly going on? Yeah, I think they created enough of a cliffhanger at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were I mean, like, okay, what is the finale? Even this, if they would have ended it say like the season, season finale or whatever or going into the next week or season two Vader pulls down the ship tears it apart Obi-Wan's standing right there late saber turns on cuts out yeah or even ending this one with like stab stab Reva and we don't know she's alive or dead just like the Inquisitor yeah. and then turns out she's alive I don't know that'd be kind of like a a good suddenly she's on Tatooine somehow like yeah. that would be crazy too but like it would have been like <gasps> Like, you're whoa, not scratching his head killed, like you just killed the villain and there's one more to go like whoa like that would be even more of a it, but then to have nothing like you have no idea like not even a hint of where it's going but right. we have a hint yep. now of, oh, it's so all going down on tattooing that's the only way to get mm-hmm. Owen yeah. and Baru in there it's the only way to get Luke in there it's the only way to they better have some blue milk <laughs> <laughs> like we might yeah they might open next episode with like like a slice of life of Luke's life like from like show Luke Owen and Baru just on the farm or whatever and then like some kind of threat comes in or there's like a hint of a threat coming in we kind of pick back up from his point of view kind of like we saw like Leia's life on Alderaan you could probably right. do that with Luke a little bit because we only saw him through Obi-Wan's eyes from afar that's all we've seen of him and then the I sleeping. have no idea how they're going to pull that how they're going to get us back to Tatooine in a way that and the boy's not blonde enough but kid's hair has changed kid's hair changes color especially like, if he lives out in the sun all day yeah, every day yeah but like I don't know, they should have picked, like, a, like a blonde boy who looks exactly like Luke. 
with the seventies hair and blue, you know. But I'll tell you one we'll thing. See. If you have if you're gonna feature Luke heavily in the last episode, you better get another killer child actor <laughs> Yeah, because like, Leia's doing a good job. Like she's selling it as as Leia. I mean she had like a diminished role in this episode. Um like, like a, a busy task to do. But you know, she still she didn't seem like the most Leia because they didn't give her the most to work with. She's her Leia-ness has come out more in other episodes. Yeah. But not so mm-hmm. much in this one. She's just um, kind of like the thing to like Oh yeah, we gotta make sure we like watching this kid and like getting her from point A to point B. It's like it's like whenever like a sitcom, like like the big dramatic thing is like, oh we're pregnant, we're having a baby, and then it's like, oh crap, now I have like a baby to deal with for the rest of this show, like friends, like uh-huh. where, who has the baby and where is the baby? And, like this if, disappearing if they, baby. Three, six, if they, <laughs> baby. They put they put Obi Wan, Vader, Luke, Owen, Peru, Reva, all on the same planet on Tatooine. I'm all for it, but like that is walking a tightrope. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be really careful. That's got to be done just right. Like and like like Bale's cover is still intact as long. Like again, if Reva dies or somehow swallows the information, right? Like that conspiracy, as it were, like. Because if Bale is known as, like, a known collaborator with, like, the most wanted person in the galaxy, like, his position in the Senate is corrupt, and how can he possibly be, like, a, a leader of the rebellion when he's got that much, like, he's that known as, you know what I mean? Like, as a he has so much of a, yeah, like, right. they'd, they'd be watching like a hawk. Right. So, like, and, and his daughter, like, how would she become a senator? She becomes a senator. Like, that doesn't make any sense if the secret is out that he's, like, in touch with Jedi, right? It's mm-hmm. so, like, all of that information is kind of out there and it's like oh we gotta grab it and pull it back in and like Reva's the, the loose strand for that she's the only one who knows all that stuff so like she's gotta yeah. go one way or the other either like she has to swallow it and be good or she has to die with the information for it to like for the trail to go cold and like we're back to status quo right. like the secret was saved was saved right. but she has to go that's what I think so one way or the other she's gonna go and I think it's gonna be Owen <laughs> I think that's, right. I think Owen's that's gonna an kill interesting her. that's an interesting yeah. uh, take on that I, I they, they've made her such a formidable character. Right. Just, I'm trying to visualize a scenario where Owen kills her that doesn't come off as kind of... Uh, he's just going like, to kill like Vermin on his farm. Dark. If there's someone... Thre- yeah. He's a papa bear. If someone's threatening his boy... Get off my yeah. land! <laughs> he's like... Yeah. Like, you can have, like, a yellow kite like, posse truck or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we don't like oh, the empire God. around here, these parts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she'll get thrown in the Sarlacc pit. I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. All right. We're, okay. We're, 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 we're Andy. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, stay. Thank, thank you for uh, listening to uh, this this episode. And uh, as always, thank you so much for sticking around. Um, we gladly appreciate it. And uh, tune in next week as we uh, kind of do something a little special for the uh, uh, final episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then uh, then, after the, then after Kenobi is done, we'll be heading back to a uh, regular trench run. And um, And then, then the, in August, uh, Andor. So Ooh. you're going to be seeing a lot more of us. Uh, like for like the next 24 months, we have yeah, pretty continuous much. Star Wars. <laughs> pretty much. And then, and then finally, yeah. And then we also have uh, uh, an episode. And then, yeah, Aaron and I also have to do an episode on uh, Star Wars Celebration. Yep. 
Uh, so uh, just uh, keep an ear out for that. And uh, until then, uh, may, may the force be with you. Always. Great shot, kid. That was one in a million.